You are listening to Right Now with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Network. Right Now with Apostle Dwayne is a weekly news broadcast that looks at news and current events facing the black community. Join us to get a biblical perspective, detox for misinformation, and ground yourself in truth. Black America, I believe that you can have it all. Financial success, community stability, an enjoyable life, and more than enough money in the bank if you know biblical success principles and tactics based on truth. Welcome to Right Now with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Podcast Network. My name is Apostle Dwayne Hughes. What if I could show you that the Bible predicts the news? What if I could also show you that the Bible gives you detailed instruction on how to live and prepare? How is this possible at the rate of change that we see in society from a book that is over 2,000 years old? Well, here in the next 30 minutes, we're going to examine weekly current events in relation to past history and future trends as predicted by God in the Bible so that you'll be prepared ahead of time regardless of what the future holds. Ready to dig in? Let's begin. So right now, uh, you know, so, so first of all, um, ApostleDwayne.com, my website on there, I've got a lot of good information for you. It just went live on Monday. I've got a free copy of a book called God Wants You in Business for the Kingdom that I'm making. A, a, it's not free, but I'm making it available to you free uh, for now. You can get the ebook version of it. The book isn't out yet, but it's coming out. Hopefully, I'll have it finished by next week. But that book is going to give you a lot of information specifically about business and entrepreneurship and whatnot because God said He wants you to be the head and not the tail. How can you be the head if you're only employees? If we are only employees, how can we actually move to be the head? We got to begin to move in entrepreneurship. And political power is an illusion without economic power. It's just not. You don't. You don't really have the power. You think, you know, you have the people who will, um, they'll campaign. They'll come to your neighborhoods and whatnot, and and they'll campaign for your vote. But then once they get in in the office, they do what the people who gave them the money to get your vote says. And so we got to we got to move from, from a position of of poverty, to actual ownership. And, and 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 competing in commerce okay and and we're some of the best people at it so you know why not take our gifts and talents and actually be paid correctly as a matter of fact as, as a as a group black black people we're we're underpaid I don't care if you're a man or a woman you're being underpaid our our economics are just completely depressed but if you move into competing in business and providing a service at a level where you can beat your competition, then you can pay yourself what you want. OK, and it's, it's and so you have we have to move. We have to start to begin to move as a as a society, as a community, everybody. We all need to be in business. If you notice a lot of the times why we have so many different. Um, uh, uh, schisms would say some of the black people that move from out of the country, you know, foreigners who move here. And a lot of times they have problems with us because they see opportunity everywhere. But because we don't see it, you know, because we're so distracted by a lot of the different isms that we deal with, we 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 were not actually taking full advantage of what we got. And we're here first. 
you know, possession is nine tenths of the law. They say there's an old saying, well, you're here first, you know, beat them to the line, you know, and, and out competing. So we need to start moving in that as a people. And, and, and I'm believing God has laid on my heart to believe for millions of black uh, millionaires in the uh, Christian community, for millions of black Christians in America, in our community. And so I'm believing for that. I'm believing that, you know, by making these resources and talking about these things and these messages that that I'm going to encourage some people to go out and take the risk, take the shot and, and to do that. And so I want to get you that resource. Um, and it's not free. Nothing good in this life is free. I, I don't know anything good. I, I, I can't remember the last time I got free ice cream. And so, you know, if if if, you know, anything that's good, you know, you should be willing to pay for it. But I'm making it free for now. You'll be able to get it free for now. So go to that website and sign up to get your free copy, uh, ApostleDwayne.com. Now, that being said, so let's get into today's message. So today, I'm, uh, you know, I was the message is about injustice in America. So here, America has a reputation of being a Christian country that is exported all over the world. America has a reputation for being just and righteous and all these other things that it exported all over the world, wrote into the Constitution. The Constitution is a beautiful document until you notice that five, six clause. There's a clause in the Constitution that said that black people were five, sixths of a person. And it was part of a compromise that was made between the South and the North because the South wanted to get uh, uh, credit for all the people it had when it came to making laws. But regardless of whether the people were enslaved or not, you weren't you weren't considered a person until it came time for them to have representation in the capitals, right? But so your your humanity was denied, but they wanted to still get capital on the on the books. And the North didn't want to allow all the enslaved to be counted against them because they were free. And here you got enslaved people who couldn't speak for themselves being counted against people who who were who were free, you know, and so. And so they didn't want the South to have an edge and that they could buy more people and, and outnumber the North. And so they they came up with a compromise that said, you know, that they could count us as five, six of a person that was never removed. OK, and so you had uh, all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, amendments and everything that are included in the laws. You got 13, 14th amendments, which I talk about on Wednesday's recording which I recommend you um, you check out. Oh, you're in business. Great, great. Okay, so, um, you know, Fulani just commented that, that uh, and I'm not sure if Fulani is a male or female, but in business, the three-fifths compromise. Thank you, it's the three-fifths compromise. Thank you very much, okay. Um, all right, so there we go. I'm going to comment. I'm going to enable the comments here. Now, keep in mind, this is a new new deal for me. I started doing this, these live broadcasts. And so um, I'm trying to make these visible. There we go. And right here, you know, um, that's great. That's great, you know. And so, you know, eventually I'll have some help where they can man manage this stuff for me. Um, but 
And so you had the, the three-fifths compromise that was never taken out of there. And so what we have now is we've got uh, a disparity and economically because, you know, uh, without economic power, you just political power is an illusion. You know, and what I was saying before I realized, before I was notified that the sound wasn't on, is that you can have politicians come and campaign in your neighborhoods all day for your vote. But when they get elected, if you notice, they do what the people who gave them the money to get your votes says, not what you said. And so we we find that we're waiting on promises a lot of times for things that we can just go get. Okay. And so the what what I would encourage all of us to be about doing is to build. If everybody's building, it's harder to stop a lot of people individually doing something than than knock off one leader. And see, now that's that, that's the kind of thinking, you know, we're always saying, I, you know, and I, and I meet people that say, oh, well, we're all our leaders. No, you be the leader. Okay. And, and, and so, so here we're in this country that before the advent of the camera, before you had cameras, you know, video recorders and 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 other things like that, uh, before you had, um, you know, there was no record of the injustices that happened here, you know. So you had, you know, first you had the cameras, you know, the movie cameras, and 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 that wasn't going to show us anything except the bad light. But then once you had you know, little picture physical cameras that can be used and, and published, you know, and widely published in places that would actually run it. Then you start to see things. And then you had like, you know, the, when you had foreign news could, who could see that, that was one of the, the, the master strokes that they used in the civil rights struggle was that you had a lot of foreign reporters here sending stuff back real time to their countries to be broadcast about what's going on in the U S when the U S is at the same time trying to, say these great things about the country and so and so you know um but if it were not for that and you had the video cameras like what happened with uh, rodney king and now you got cell phone technology and all this other stuff the injustice that that is here would just be would be hidden okay and the fact of the matter is we have to consider this this has to be part of our considerations to understand we're just in an environment and the whole world is like this. This is not just America, by the way. You've got schisms between groups in any country, every country you live in. They're, they're, they're schisms. There's different groups of Hutus and the Tutsis. You got the, you got the um in Ireland, you got the IRA versus the 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 Protestants. I mean, there's there's groups fighting in every country. This is nothing on this is nothing that's 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 unique only to the US. And so what we have to do is we have to get the understanding of even though we have all these injustices here, this is still the best place in the world for you to make it. Okay. But we just have to understand what these injustices are. And so, um, you know, I'm saying a lot, I don't want to ramble, but let me get to the, to the thing. Okay. So one of the major injustices that we have in this country as black people that we have to figure out ways of dealing with is death. It's like, that's always the answer. Just kill them, kill them. The, the police, you know, I mean, I mean, we, we're not, we've got medical racism. There's all kinds of things happening and we need to be aware and we need to talk to each other. 
and we need to 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 we we need to actually expand okay that we need to expand we need more doctors we need thousands of, we need we need thousands and thousands of doctors we need lawyers we need we need all kinds of people we need an overwhelming number of us to be about doing something you know uh because then you don't have to be in lockstep we don't all have to agree you got people who are conservatives you got people who are liberals you got you know there's no problem with that you know in the white community you got all that stuff but but they're not dying okay so we we got to understand that that one of the major issues we deal with is death you know the unnatural death of black people happening you know in, in, at times when it's not normal like for instance do you know i'm, I'm going to talk about the medical community kidney disease so kidney disease is a leading cause of death in the United States for black people, right? Now, let's talk about um, Cuba. In Cuba, the rate of death from kidney disease is 8%. In Canada, it's 5%. In the U.S., it's 13%. 13%. So here you got Cuba, a country that's made up of mostly black people, and they're at 8%. Canada is a mixed country. They're at 5%. And here the U.S., if you take Canada and, and Cuba and add them together, you got us. Okay. Now, here's the funny thing. If you're black in America and you develop kidney disease, you're three times more likely to die from kidney disease than someone who's white. Why is that? Well, um, there's something that they, that, well, first of all, this wasn't even being reported until the 1980s. Okay. Nobody knew, or, or, or it wasn't, it wasn't formalized that we probably knew, but it wasn't like it was anybody even talked about it. But there's something that happens when, when they're doing your, they're just reading, I think it's called the EGFR, is a, is a kidney function test that they do. And what it does is the higher the number, the more function that you have in your kidneys, the lower the number, the more close you are to renal failure which means your kidneys aren't filtering at all and you're going to die. And they put you on dialysis and all that other stuff. And so as the numbers creep down, they're alerting you more, change your diet, take different medicines and whatnot to avoid renal failure. But what they do is, so there's a, so, so the laboratories run the test. And when they run the test, they put out two numbers. The, the, the one number, they put out one number that's for everybody, white people and everybody else. And then they got one for black people. They got another number that they, so they, the same test produces two numbers. In actuality, it's not, it doesn't produce two numbers. There's a multiplier. I think it's like 1.12. I, I was trying to look it up before this broadcast, but I ran out of time. Um, but it's a multiplier that they add to the to the black person's number that 
makes the number higher. And so by the time you're actually recognized as being in danger of kidney disease, you're actually at stage two, stage three, stage four for someone else. The funny thing, though, is you've got you've got a black American or African-American reading and then you got everybody else. How is that possible? How is it possible that you have a black reading and everybody else? What is different about us other than the fact that we're dying at three times the rate of the exact same thing that everyone else has? That makes us different. And and the fact of the matter is none of us have uh, very few of us have have pure a pure bloodline. We're, we're made up of the same stuff as everybody else. OK, and so here you've got this number that's being multiplied to our number to make it seem like our numbers are, 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 are your, your kidney performance is better. Until uh, until it's too late to do anything about it. OK, this is happening. This happens every single day. This is the kind of stuff that that we don't know about. Uh, there are a lot, as, as a matter of fact, a lot of the, the things that are practices in the medical industry are derived from things that were written by doctors back in the 1880s and 1800s and, and early 1900s, racist things that were programmed into the program of creating doctors. And the medical industry wouldn't even be what it is without us. Open heart surgery, blood plasma, all kinds of inventions that, that we have done in that industry that, you know, uh, have transformed it. But at the exact same time, there's things that are happening that a lot of us don't even know about. And, and here you are going to the doctor all the time and wondering why you're not getting any better. OK, so we got to we got to be healthy. We got to eat right. We got to. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of things, you know, um, um, there's there's a lot of things that that we have to that we have to figure out. And and the problem is not one of us can do it by ourselves. It's going to take all hands, all hands. And so um, and so you got things like that. You have. Uh, just a few days ago, or earlier in, on, on the Fourth of July, another thing I want to talk about is 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 death from the police. So here you had on the Fourth of July another white um, mass murderer kill. Go he 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 left his house after planning a mass murder for months. He leaves his house and takes weapons to a 4th of July parade and just indiscriminately starts shooting people. Then he escapes and goes back to his house or his mother's house, steals her car, and he leaves to go someplace else with more weapons in his car. Now here this man had just shot a bunch of people and the police actually, they weren't so afraid of their lives that they didn't just shoot him on the spot when they did find him. When they did eventually track him down, they didn't just shoot him on the spot. Here he was armed with multiple weapons. He had just killed a bunch of people, and yet they were unafraid enough to 
apprehend him and let him turn himself in. Whereas you had a young man shot, not, not, not shot at, shot. He had more than 60 bullet penetrations in him because he was fleeing the cops. I mean, and, and, and it happens all the time. I mean, we, it's like the only answer is kill. This, this stuff is happening, and it's a, it's a form of injustice in this country that we have to understand. We have to be shrewd. When you're dealing with the police, you got to make it home. It's not them that's got to make it home. It's us. We got to make it home. You have to be shrewd. We can't afford um, to not make it home. We got to make it home. Okay. And, and I don't really know, uh, what to say or do about it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, you can't even be unarmed now and not be killed by these people. We have got to, uh, change the narrative. Okay. Now I can tell you that part of what we're dealing with is an image problem. We have a huge image problem as black people. And part of this image problem is perpetuated by us. So the media has gotten better about not making every criminal black. And the movies, the TV commercials and all that stuff, you know, they've gotten better about not doing that. But they still talk about it. You know, I mean, uh, they still show us being outnumbered and things and, and whatnot you know, uh, in, in numerically in the world when most of the people in the world are, are, are some form of black. I mean, that, you know, that's, you know, there, there's kinds of things that are programmed into us, you know, which I've talked about on some of the other previous episodes. I've talked about, um, you know, uh, I encourage you to go back and see all the messages I've been preaching uh, on all the just truth messages because, you know, I've been talking about propaganda. I've been talking about a lot of things, not from a complaint standpoint. You know, one of the things that, that really... Um, prompted me when the Lord was 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 kind of dealing with me about getting this ministry started was the number of shows where I see people just ranting. You know, we we've got enough shows where where someone will bring up something that that happened, and then they'll bring people on to give their opinion about it. But there's no there's no force behind it. There's nothing. What can I take away from this? Tell me something I can do to change my situation. How do I fix this? How do I get over this? How do I you know how do I deal with this? You know. And it seems like a lot of times that's missing. We get we just get into the complaint factor and, and we leave it there. But but people need actionable evidence. And the only the most reliable place to get evidence or, or to get instruction is the scripture. And so all you need is truth. You, you know, uh, you need to be empowered with truth because truth cuts through all the lies and all these things. And that's why I started these. And that's 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 kind of what was the the driving force behind what the Lord had laid on my heart when I started these just truth messages, was to give people a different perspective, in order to act in in order to operate. And so I've got a lot of different messages that I've been talking about uh, since I started this, and this is really only the third week I think that I've been doing these broadcasts since I restarted the ministry. Now, uh, to that end. You know, we have to, we have to, we have to, as a group of people, elevate our situation. But one of the biggest problems we have is this image problem. And 
a big part of it is perpetuated by us. We got a lot of us selling us on doing stuff. For instance, you got a lot of us who are making this music. I, I mean, I mean, these rappers, man, I mean, that's, that's, that's a big problem. A lot of these cats are out there talking to impressionable minds who don't know that you're from the suburbs. When they hear you rapping about how bad you life started out and all this other mess, they don't know that you grew up in the suburbs. They don't know that you're not really a gang, a, a gang member. They don't know that you, you know, uh, uh, grew up in church singing and playing the organ or whatever they don't they don't know that but but to get that to get that paper you take on this compromise to put put this image forth that young people are going to identify with and and it's sad but but it's like you know it's a trade-off let me get my paper even if other people got to die trying to live up to what i'm talking about we we got an image problem that's just that's just with us We've got us trying to emulate this mess. You got some of the other populations trying to emulate this mess, but then everybody's hearing it. Everybody's hearing it and thinking that we're all thugs. And so when these same cops who are listening to hardcore rap, you know, when they put on their uniform, you know, you just help to brainwash them. I mean, a lot of these people are, are brainless anyway. Just because you can put together a certain number of words and talk to a certain rhythm and, and with a certain style and, and put these bars out, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. Let me see. Do you really care about your community? What's your life look like? And, and now we've gotten to a place now where people can just be famous to be famous. Because you're famous, you're famous. Not because you actually did nothing. We don't, we don't have the meritocracy that we should. You know, and it's and it's sad because because there's a lot of impressionable minds that are going on what people saying are saying, both in the good and the bad. We're programming people. It's it's one thing to to suffer because you did something to, that because you did because it was unjust and you didn't do anything. But it's another thing to suffer because you added to the problem. We have to we have to fix this. We have to fix this image problem. It's a problem. I promise you it's a problem. Okay. Uh, other forms of injustice. We've got injustice in the form, in the way that the, in the way that money is, is handed out. And when I say money is handed out, you look at, I love the fact that right now there's a movement amongst black people to go back to farming. Farming is critical. You got to be able to grow food. And a lot of this junk we're eating, especially in, 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 in food deserts, neighborhoods, usually where we live, it's just pre-packaged food that's going to kill you, you know, but, the, but fresh grown stuff from the earth, just like the scripture says, this is good for you. You know, good food is good medicine. And I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for the move of a lot of pe black people to go back to farming and, and, and they're doing it and they're out of their own yards and, you know, not even full full-fledged farms but you know people are, are are getting active and and that's good stuff because you know because we need that but we used to have millions and millions of acres of farm land in the united states at one point in time after the and i was doing some research on that this morning i didn't have a chance to to um you know because my time is so taken up 
as I, I, I'm working on so many things, I don't really have all the time to do everything I want to do. But but as I get more done, I'll be able to do more. But but until uh, after shortly after the fall of slavery, there were a, a lot of us building farm. I mean, buying and, and, and farming. At one point, we actually outnumbered white farmers, but through through um, something called heirs' property, there's a lot of generational land that has been in families for hundreds of years that are being stolen right out, right underneath, right out from underneath heirs. We're losing land, you know, and and then also you have a lot of the black farmers. The, the way the farming industry in the United States is supported is the, the, the USDA loans out money to farmers to operate until they bring the crops in and then they pay them back. But you have you have a, a, a racist policy in the way that they handle black farmers. You just look it up. I mean, they've been on record for 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 decades of being unjust to black farmers, driving black farmers out of business while giving loans to white farmers. And then where did the money come from? It came from all of our taxes. OK, and so and so we have a lot of injustice here. This is a place of, of injustice. We just got to wake up to that, but we shouldn't add to it. So we got two jobs to do. We've got a one. We've got to get over. And two, we, we got to keep from adding to the, the trouble. Now that the only way you're going to be able to do that is through scripture. You got to come back to we have got to come back to the word of God. The word of God is pure, you know, and, and I can talk on that for days. And, but when God gives you revelation, you know, he'll, he's at war with every lie. He'll, he'll, he'll expose it. He loves exposing lies and showing you the truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father, but by me. And so, you know, we got to get back to the truth. And, and another problem that we have is that when we're trying to get back to the truth, you got some people that want to kind of knock you over. The devil has a tactic I call the weeble wobble tactic. You know, he can knock you over one way. And when you're rising up to go, he'll knock you over the other way. He keeps using your momentum against you to knock you over. But you got people who are coming to understanding, finding out that we're the descendants of the Hebrews. And they're skipping way past Jesus all the way back to, to the to Levitical covenant. But man, you can't, you know, it's like no matter what happens, there's some people who are going to be distracted into the wrong thing. And, and, and once you get the history, once you start to learn the, the truth, you know, uh, some people will try and take that and push you into another form of denying God. But you have you got to go back to the scripture. You got to talk to people who are anointed. You got to listen to someone who and know who God is speaking through. And the only way you're going to know that is if you study the scriptures on your own, by yourself, you pray and you go ask God to reveal himself to you and open you up to him and uh, and implant his word in your heart. OK, so so that being said, this is the end of uh, of right now for for today. I'll see you back next week on this show. Uh, tomorrow, I've got Shabbat with Apostle Dwayne. That's from nine to ten. I do that every uh, Sabbath morning. And uh, that being said, make sure you go to ApostleDwayne.com. And get your free copy of um, uh, just of uh, God wants you in business for the kingdom. Thank you so much, Fulani, for uh, letting me know that, that I didn't have any sound. And uh, I really appreciate your comments. Uh, please let people know about these broadcasts. 
please let people know about these broadcasts okay we got to spread the information the more people more of us that know what to do the more of this uh, of us that know what to do okay or the more of us that'll do it uh that being said thank you again and uh signing out i'll see you tomorrow for shabbat and then next week Thank you again for tuning in to Right Now with Apostle Dwayne. We hope that these messages are ministering to you and empowering you to make a difference in your life. Please don't forget to subscribe to our RSS feed so that you never miss a new episode. And don't forget to tell your family and friends. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you again next week.